Not only did my parents approve, because they knew his parents from Temple and liked them very much, but Michael liked to talk for hours and watch TV rather than play sports. And because he was an only child, and his mother was a shopaholic, he had spent his childhood sitting outside dressing rooms. So not only was he super patient, but he could spot an amazing deal from 50 yards away. There was no answer other than the TV. Michael, I asked. Still, no answer. Nowadays, he did this all the time. He called me, but then he spent the entire call watching TV and not paying attention. The days where we'd talk for hours about nothing and everything were long gone. Michael, I shouted. Huh? I said, I guess we're going to Florida together. Oh, yeah, that'll be cool, huh? Uh-huh, I agreed, plopping back down on my bed. I picked up my dog-eared copy of Lassoed by Lust that I kept on my nightstand and traced my finger across Dante Jackson's jaw on the cover. All of the guys on the covers of Lulu's novels were hotties, but... Dante was the hottest of them all. With his perfectly faded Levi's and his tight white tank clinging to his ripped pecs and his fingernails with just the teensiest bit of dirt underneath them, because he was a rancher and therefore a very hard worker, Dante was exactly my kind of guy. I love ranchers. Granted, because I'm allergic to horses, I've never been anywhere near a ranch, and therefore the only ones I've seen have been on television. Or in movies, but they seem to be a freakishly attractive group of people. So, what else is going on? I asked him. Huh? Oh, nothing. He was so not paying attention to our conversation. I bet when guys called Juliet Stefano, they paid attention to her. And I knew they paid attention to Devin because in Bowled Over by Bliss, the Indian customer service representative racked up a $1,000 cell phone bill one month after falling in love with the sound of her voice when she called with a question about her computer. Then why'd you call? I asked. Because I always call you at nine, he replied. That was true. The good news with Michael was that there were no surprises. The bad news with Michael was that there were no surprises. If he said he'd call at nine, he called at nine. If he said we were going for pizza, we'd go for pizza. Mom says I should consider myself beyond lucky to have a boyfriend who provides me with consistency that hopefully getting into that habit so early in my life will make it so that when I grow up, I don't end up choosing men who are emotionally unavailable, like most of her patients seem to do. But ever since junior year started, it was as if that thing, the thing that Devin called je ne sais quoi, which is French for I do not know what, has been gone from our relationship. 
but I'm going to go now because this is one of my favorite MTV Cribs episodes. I'll call you tomorrow at nine. Okay, I sighed. That was the problem. Not just with Michael, but with everything in my life. It was all just so... scheduled. Between French club and yearbook staff and SAT prep classes and piano lessons, there was no room for what Devin called happy accidents, a.k.a. fate, to intervene. Just once, I would have liked to mix it up and do something out of the ordinary. I picked up lassoed by lust. I bet you don't even own a watch, I said to Dante.